In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen and amen. And hello, welcome to the Layman Confessor Podcast. My name is Justin Shear. I'm your host, and this is episode one. So if you're listening to this anytime in and around April 20th, 2023, welcome and thank you for jumping in. <clears throat> on this journey with me uh, on the ground floor. Hey, uh, if, uh, well, I was going to say if you've ever, if you've never listened to this show before, but you never have because this is the first one. So welcome. Thank you for being on this with me. Um, I'm going to say thank you another dozen times or so, surely. But um, hey, I'm new to this and uh, I'm really excited to be finally doing this. Uh, this has been in the works for about a year. I had some issues with the domain name and uh, learning how to do technology, guys. I am a bit of a Luddite. Sometimes that's intentional. <clears throat> Other times it is not. Um, with uh, microphone and technology stuff, it was definitely not an intentional Luddite this time. But hey, I finally got it worked out. So here I am. So um, as you may have seen from the description, if you're a description reader, this podcast is about uh, Christian life, what it means to uh, live in light of God and his word, what he has given to us, and um, who we are as redeemed sons and daughters of the king, and what it means to walk in this life uh, according to who God is and what he has made us to be and uh, what he has made us to do. And I am really excited to be getting in on this journey, and I am so thankful that you are here with me. I would love to have collaboration in the future. I would love to hear your comments and your questions, your ideas of what we could be getting into. I really hope that this is a um, more of an interactive uh, platform for you and for me than it is just me talking. I don't like to just talk. Um, I do like to talk about things, but always with people. So I'd love to hear your thoughts, your ideas of what we're going to be doing. Um, the first series that I'm going to be going through is actually going to be on scripture, how to read scripture um, or not how to read scripture. I trust that you know how to read and that you know how to read the Bible. But um, over the last three years, I have found a really fascinating uh, way of reading scripture that has totally changed the way uh, that I read God's word, that I, uh, the way that I see his creation. Um, and I'm really excited to be sharing that with you. It's going to be uh, six or seven episodes, I think. But today, before we get into that, I want to talk about uh, the importance of doing theology. So the, this podcast is called The Layman Confessor. A layman, for those of you that don't know, or a lay person, is simply the common person in the pew, right? Uh, we're not pastors. We're not missionaries. Well, well, that's arguable. Um, we're not, um, <laughs> we're not uh, employed by the church or anything else. We're husbands, fathers, mothers, um, wives. We are mechanics and teachers and um, everything else, lawyers, whatever else. And... Um, and yet we are a part of the body of Christ. And uh, as such, there are still expectations for us, right, to learn who uh, our God is, to learn who our King is, and to learn how to walk those things out. And certainly uh, those ordained uh, authorities over us are there to help us do that. Um, 
But there are plenty of ways that we can do that as well. And so uh, a being a layman is something that uh, I personally embrace. There is a sort of a, an outdated term now called a churchman, a church person, I suppose, could be used as well. And that is uh, essentially an educated um, layman, right? Someone who has... Uh, who is taking seriously the study of God's word, um, the walking out of that word in their local parish or congregation. And I believe that's very important. Uh, so that that is why this podcast is called The Layman Confessor. Uh, a confessor is one, if, if you're a Protestant, um, we may be less familiar with this term, um, when I say confessor, I'm not talking about someone who sits in a confessional booth uh, to hear your confession and then give you forgiveness or absolution. Uh, I'm talking about a person who has dedicated their life to living for God um, at the expense of uh, worldliness, right? So uh, you have a number of categories that I'm excited to be able to talk about later of, of martyr and... Um, and it works all the way down from there down to confessor. And so uh, my intention is to live um, in light of being a layman confessor and hopefully to bring you in along the journey with me. But before we get into talking about theology uh, or, or scripture, how to read scripture in the coming weeks, I want to talk about the difference between doing theology and theologizing. Um Doing theology, I hope, is a straightforward idea or one that's familiar to you as Christians, and that is simply uh, the study of God, technically, um, and specifically the, the word theology means the study of God. And this means to look into who God is, uh, what God is doing, and how he is doing it. And in order to find these things, in order to learn these things, we go to the source, and that is God himself and his, the revelation that he has given us through Holy Scripture, preserved for us by the Holy Spirit. And um, so what this means is if I want to know about the character of God, I go to the Bible. Uh, if I wanted to know why God created or how he created, I go to the Bible. There are a lot of branches off of this main trunk of theology. Uh, for example, if I want to learn about me, uh, that is a, a human being, if I want to learn what the purpose or the design of mankind is, I go to uh, what the creator of mankind says. Uh, and of course, I just like before, I go to the scripture to do that. And so um, when I do that, I'm essentially doing anthropology uh, through the lens of theology, getting to the source, God himself, what he says about me, other human beings and our purpose here uh, on this earth and and in in, in the next creation, and um, and this can be divided even further. I can take it into psychology, right? How do I um, discern who um, you know what what the mind is? Is that even possible? I can do that through a, a theological lens by looking at mankind, uh, the purpose of mankind, or how we have been created uh, through a theological lens, seeing how God created us. And God is very clear that he created us as physical beings and as non-physical beings, right? Two parts in one. Um, and uh, there's some debate, is that body 
and spirit, or is it body, mind, and spirit? Um, I think it's it's simpler to talk about that whole sphere uh, in terms of physical and non-physical myself. But um, so all of these things, in order to find them out, I can go straight to scripture. Whenever I'm doing that, I'm doing theology. Theologizing, on the other hand, is uh, is going to some sort of a mediator between me and God for that information. Now, um, when I'm talking about a mediator, I don't mean like uh, some, you know, like putting up some sort of a barrier. I'm not putting up a curtain, saying that anyone that does uh, that, you know, theologizes is doing uh, is putting up a barrier or something like that for other people. I just simply mean there are um, sort of indirect ways of finding out what God is doing or how he has done things. And uh, the most common thing for me, at least, the most common way that I theologize is through the use of systematic theologies. I love systematic theologies. Um, the The most uh, well-known systematic theology, at least in English, is Wayne Grudem's. He just came out with a new edition uh, last year, I think, the year before, perhaps. Um, but I also love... Um, Louis Burkhoff's systematic theology, um, Charles Hodge's systematic theology. It comes in three big, uh, rather large volumes. That's terrific. Um, Michael Horton's theology, systematic theology, is absolutely beautiful. It's sort of made in uh, in such a way as to be for for pilgrims on the way, and it sort of it feels like reading a walking companion, and it's great. And systematic theologies can be beautiful, wonderful, uh, helpful tools. Um, when we want to learn about a topic and how much or not quite everything that scripture says about uh, about that topic but going to someone who has done all of the heavy lifting for us basically let's let's put it that that way so if i wanted to learn about how god created man instead of uh, going to scripture and reading all of or trying to find all the passages where god is saying anything like i created you for or i made you in this way or even those things that perhaps don't say it as directly but just sort of reference uh, the way that we are created like um, you know, for community or something like that. Instead of having to dig through these 66 um, books and the different translations of them and, and all of that stuff, I can just go to one of these systematic theologies and get it all secondhand from them. They have done the heavy lifting. They've gone through all of the scriptures um, and they've put all of that information here for us in these volumes and they can be very helpful. Now, as helpful as they can be, um, the problem arises and this may not be a conscious problem, but this is the, the importance, I think, in distinguishing between doing theology and theologizing. At the end of the day, as I'm going through Wayne Grudem's systematic theology, if I come to um, something that I disagree with of his, I can choose to ignore it simply because I know that Wayne Grudem, uh, as smart and wise and... Um, as experienced as he is in this life, uh, he is a man, and um, 
just like every other human being on this earth, he is influenced by sin and the fall. And, um, and so I can convince myself or in any number of ways that he's wrong or simply that I just don't agree with him and, um, and choose to ignore it. And there may not be anything inherently wrong with that. May not be. With, um, when I go to scripture, however, when I'm reading the word of God, if I come to something that I disagree with, uh, be it about me as a creature or um, creation or who God is, who he says he is, or the way that he works, if it comes to disagreeing with that, I'm no longer disagreeing with a human mediator, but I'm disagreeing with God himself. And that can become um, very problematic. Uh, both for my conscience and my soul. And so um, because of that, it's important that we approach these uh, these sources differently. The way that I approach my reading of Scripture must be different than the way that I preach, approach reading Charles Hodge. And so over the next few weeks, we are going to be looking into a really um, helpful way of reading the Bible that um, I had never even considered or thought was possible uh, up until about three years ago. And since then, it has been hard to stop reading Scripture. Um, I, I, I'm sure some of you listening that know me that would come to you as a surprise, maybe a shock. I don't know, but I've absolutely fallen in love with reading scripture and I'm very excited to share with you uh, what I have found. But for now, Hey, I am trying to keep each of these under 15 minutes. I'm coming right up on 14. So with that, I hope you are well. Uh, God bless you. The word of our Lord endures forever. Thank him and praise him for that.